Hello, everyone, and welcome to season three of the Convoluted Podcast. Yes, it's, we are starting a new chapter early on. Uh, we've had some issues going on, but we're turning up a new format. And with that, we have a returning guest, uh, Raul, from the Wholesome Putlam Podcast. What's uh, up? You, you might have heard him in actually the last episode of season two. Uh, we've been trying to change a little bit of format, but I'm glad we were able to get a hold of him, and we're going to be just chatting. Look forward to some fun games later on, and yeah. So, we're going to get started with uh, Raul, and last time we were just talking about games, but now I kind of want to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, Ooh, but I if you want, it. go. So, um, if you want to shout out any of your, any of your stuff before we oh, get started, yeah, you know so I people do. can find you. <laughs> I, I always do. Um, yeah, so we, I'm, I'm on the, I'm the host of the Wholesome Hoodlum podcast. Uh, that's found, that's located at wholesome hoodlum, wholesome I'm also avail- available. God, I can't speak today. I'm also available on iTunes, Google Play Music, or whatever the fuck they're calling it this week, and Stitcher. Um, I don't think any other platforms, but if you're interested in any social media related to the podcast, I'm also on Facebook at facebook.com slash wholesome hoodlum podcast. I'm also on Instagram at wholesome hoodlum and on Twitter at hood wholesome. And that's it for me for now. I, I have a Twitch channel that I'm occasionally on, but it's been so rare and I've barely even done it. But that's a twitch.tv slash wholesome hoodlum. And that's it for my plugs. There you go. So um, honestly, I-, I can't say more about this guy. He's a really fun guy to talk to, a really fun guy to listen to. I've listened to, I'm going to lie, at least 80% of his podcast and his conversations with all his guests are uh, very intriguing. He has his own way of um, just being able to just chat. And uh, I honestly say, yeah, honestly, go check him out. Um, I'm I'm actually on one of those episodes, so I'll leave a link on that one too if you want to hear one of those. Only one? I got to have you back on. Uh, well, we'll find time. We'll find time. Yeah, yeah. No, my sh- my life is my shit's all fucked up this couple of weeks. So, like pod- podcasting in general, I've been trying to make time for. No, understandable. That's kind of how we're, why my situation is, and that's why we're on season three in a new <laughs> format. I got you. Uh, but no, yeah. But you know, let's uh, let's forget about all that and let's get to know about you. So, Raul, um, from what I know about you, you oh, shit. excuse me. Sorry. Us- no, you're fine. You're fine. So. You used to, or you, I don't want to say you used to be an actor, but I don't know, you recently were talking with that you were going back to acting school, so can you tell me a little bit what got you into <laughs> acting and uh, some of the ins and outs of what an actor, what basically kind of is? Yeah, so uh, a couple things. Firstly, I don't know if I could give an accurate, like, ins and outs of what it's like to be an actor, you know, like my experience, and, and I think any, everybody's experience as an actor can probably vary to like a lot of different degrees and depending on what you're getting out of it um it can be very different which is kind of like the point of view that i'm probably going to present um but how i got started is actually kind of an interesting and and i always used to think a really inspirational story this was a story i used to tell to myself to just prove why i deserve to be an actor but i actually um i got into acting in high school i kind of like if i remember correctly it was like the summer between sophomore and junior year And my counselor called me and he said, hey, you were scheduled to be in this class, which was like an acapella singing group that my best friend had fucking like basically bugged me to be part of. And I was like, I guess so. You know, this sounds really lame and like I'm going to get picked on. But I guess singing is like a good skill to have. Right. It's something I had never really explored. Um, 
and I've been interested in it. So. I didn't, interesting. I didn't know you had the vocals for that. Um. I, well, from what I've been told, when I sing, people think I can sing, but I always hear it and I think it's awful. So I don't know, you know. But that's that's. I we could talk about hearing yourself and the self monitoring thing in a second. Oh that's yeah, also that's a big part of, of like. That's acting. kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so so he called me and he said that that class wasn't happening. And he said that there's there's options in like I don't even know what the other options were, but but one of them was drama class. And I had actually seen like a production, like a theater thing that they had done that year. You know, like the drama class in every year puts on a play for the school. You know, naturally, I'd say. Uh, so yes. I had seen their previous play, and it was like this really funny comedy, and and, and you know, funny for you know, I was like what sixteen at the time, so it was funny uh, to me as a kid. And kind of inspiring, and I, I don't know. I I don't know where it was. I, I think my mom took me to see plays, and I had been kind of like somehow, somehow I was introduced to theater at a young enough age that it kind of like wowed me. There's a little reverence. There was a, there's always has been a bit of reverence for me. You know, it's just a place where I feel, um, <laughs> where I feel immensely respectful. And as you know from listening to eighty percent of my podcasts, I don't respect anything. So. <laughs> Like that's that's like the power that it has over me. It's always, acting the theater in particular has always had this kind of like like I bow down to it, you know. And so there I was watching that, watching them perform uh, that year. And then the the next year or the next summer came up, and then they were like, uh, "Yeah, you want to be in drama class or whatever." And I was like, "I want to be in drama class immediately." Interesting. And, uh, up until that point, I was like a really shy kid, and I didn't really know how to interact with people. I didn't know how to uh, I mean, I, fuck, I really didn't know how to interact with people up until about two or three years ago, but it was way worse when I was 15, is what I'm saying, when I was 16. And I'm uh, in the same boat as you then. Yeah, and um, so, like, you know, when you, I, if, you were the, if you're in the same boat, then you can imagine, you can remember what it's like to be a 16-year-old guy uh, in, like, you know, fucking the inner city during what, what are we the same age? How old are you? Uh, yeah, I think actually I think we are the same age. Okay, and you yeah. just recently had your no, no you, when was your 20, birthday? Twenty eighth birthday. Yeah, that was the end of July. Oh yeah, so you're just a year older than me. Okay, right. So like you remember what life was like for an oh, wait, inner no. city high school? How old Shoot, are you? Uh, no, What's never mind. On? I just I I just recently turned twenty eight. I'm older than you. Okay, well there you go. So Fuck, um, we're old. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, no shit. So, <laughs> what, what, my point is, is that you remember what it was like to be a fifteen-year-old. You said you also grew up in a kind of like uh, inner city area, right? Yeah, we we discussed this earlier that we grew up yeah, in uh, yeah. the not so pleasant uh, areas Parts of during town. Our times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 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 like, there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of factors that like go into just me being kind of like a quiet, keep myself to myself kid, and I get oh, into yeah. acting class. And, you know, acting class in high school is way different than acting class in any other place. You know, it's not really acting class. It's kind of like, you know, relax and fucking act like a funny, like be hilarious in your own way class. You know, like everybody finds their stride in acting class as long as they're participating. And so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go for it. No, finish up. Oh, and, and so like the the what what where it finally clicked with me is that I've always been kind of the guy who has this inner monologue that's really sharp and witty, and I always kind of like giggling to myself and making fun of people with my friends. And when I got into acting class, it was like the perfect opportunity to do that uh, in a way that was both creative and not necessarily mean, 
but like was really really rewarding to me and my like personality at the time i really needed it was kind of like the thing i needed for the little bit of like coming out of my shell which is kind of a cliche thing people always say that i went into acting class when i was in high school and i really helped me come out of my shell it's just bullshit everybody says that but it's true. It's high school. It's high school musical role edition. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, I, I can fully understand that. Minus the let's change drama class with um, computer science, and that was that. That was mine. We had a. We actually had a. Uh, what was it? We had a really for for a very. I would say. Now, I'm not going to say a crummy school. For a inner city school, we actually had a reasonable um, uh, technology program in our school. Like, I'm surprised for some of the kids that were going there could do so much shit with those things. But that kind of got me into some of <laughs> what I enjoy doing, just working with computers and simple programming. And I got to meet a lot of people. Sadly, I moved during my junior year so i kind of lost half my high school life and transferred over to uh suburbia basically so i had i didn't know anyone so you can imagine that uh like this honestly like when i moved over here and a lot of people knew who were where i was from i didn't i didn't get a lot not a lot of people that never really approached me a lot you and know i didn't really sorry no, go go for it. i was just oh, gonna yeah. say it's, it's really funny that um you know, as as hard as it was to make friends or to even like talk to people when I was a teenager, it's impossible to meet people now as an adult. I think so. Like, it's crazy that I you I think back to those times as being so awkward and like it was so hard to talk to people when that was when I was interacting with people both my own age and with similar interests the most. You know? No, yeah, that I, th I think it's also easier because you're also in you're like you're enclosed in the small room with these people for X amount of hours. X right. amount of days, so you're kind of always having to see people. Where in, mm -hmm. I would say the real world, you you just bump into people casually. Like honestly, uh, I, if we ever, you and me ever bumped into each other in real life, I don't think we would have ever maybe even said a word to each other. It's like excuse me or something if we bumped into each other. Besides right. that, right, right, yeah. And, I mean, there are plenty of people that I probably would really drive with, but I just kind of pass them on the street, and it's like that's that because that's how that's what it is in life is that you just kind of pass people up. So, yeah, um, but no, yeah, I, I fully understand where you're coming from, and uh, I'm glad that you, that actually uh, pushed you into working into that, that passion. Uh, so well, let, uh, actually, oh. that's, not, that's not it, right? So oh. I went on to have a bunch of other ideas with my life. Like, I, I, felt, I thought that I wanted to be, I actually was going to go to school for animation to, like, do video game design. Um, and I had had everything paid for, scholarship, everything lined up. I was going to actually do this, but I was never very good at drawing, and I'm not a super patient person in that respect. And I'm sure I would have learned that had I taken the courses and done all of that, but I feel like the portfolio that they were asking for was uh, way heavier than what I had kind of presented, you know? And they were just kind of like, yeah, come on. Give us $90,000, you know? <laughs> uh, and so I was, uh, I, I decided I wanted to do that. And then I quit that right after that. And I said, I wanted to do it. I wanted to be a, a gym owner. And I think after that, I wanted to own, or I wanted to be a filmmaker. There's a motorcyclist outside, excuse me. Uh, and then after that, I wanted to be a cop because I wanted to make the money to make films. Uh, and I had also done film school in like, yeah, right. I, I was all fucked up. 
uh, I had also done film school in like high school before acting even. So like I had experience with like the technical side of it. And so I was like, I want to make film. And I was like, that takes money. I want to be a cop that makes money. And then eventually I fucking dropped that. And I kind of like just said like, what do I want to do for real? You know, what do I really, what, what would I really be happy doing? And the only thing I could think of was acting. And so I said, fuck it, let's take an acting class. And that's kind of how the career itself took off. The career, quote unquote, because it didn't last very long and I barely <laughs> made much money. Nah, I, can't, I hear you. It's it, for anyone young or anyone listening who is in that stage. Yeah, we kind of, you just jump around. No one for sure knows what their job is going to be uh, or what they want to study. Like, honestly, th- during the first two years of high school while I was doing um, my only mindset was getting into business school just because the money was there. Literally money right. was the only thing that was, that was oh, on my man. mind. Like, I, I know a guy who went to business school and he's a total fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get, honestly, that was what I was doing. I was actually in like inside of a, uh, I was actually in club, um, the business professionals of, of America. Honestly, that's what it was. Oh, um, Jesus. yeah, I somehow, okay. This is not a brag. Or a humble brag, but I, for it was my um, so, sophomore, yeah, sophomore year, and um, I went there for the first day, and they were doing just a, you know your orientation and shit, mm-hmm. and they were starting to elect their mm-hmm. their what are their what all their shoot what is it like the president's secretary all that shit yeah all that stupid shit yeah so I was there like wait looking around like oh cool let's I'm gonna be here and see who's gonna who I'm gonna be listening to and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I want to say there were six people, six, no, seven people, seven people there. So I was like looking around and a lot of people were like my, my elders, uh, they're juniors and so, senior years. I think there was only one junior and the rest were seniors. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and somehow after voting around and talking, there was that little social talking with everyone, what you want to do and everything. I, I don't know how I got roped into it, but I ended up, I ended up being, the president of that club. Jesus. Am I lie? Yes, <laughs> that is my name. But, oh, right, yes. yeah, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> but no, yeah, I somehow got roped into being the president. Not going to lie, it wasn't that bad. It was, but it put me in a role, as you, like we talked about, We, I was like, not antisocial, but just less sociable. So I was like, put on this pedestal to like, talk to people and try to run these things. Right, but, yeah. But the, what is it? Shoot. The teacher in charge, I, I don't know what they're called, but the counselor or whatever. Um, what she was thinking, that she told me this months later, is that she was trying to have someone who would then continue on the next couple of years so they didn't have to keep electing someone. So I got what they were trying to do. And I was like, oh, cool. I got to be the president of this club for the next three, these three years. Yeah, they made you emperor of the club. <laughs> I know, like, fuck, yeah. In my mind, you know, you know, a 14, 15-year-old, like, damn, that's awesome. But, like, shit, I got to do this stuff. Uh, I luckily, never the faced rest... with that much power as a child. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would have yeah, been terrible uh, if I had been, but whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had I had some fun things. I went on trips. I went on, um, like, re- like, it was some fun stuff that I was able to do because I was a member of the cabinet whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um but i was not able to continue doing it because like i said i moved during my right. last two yeah. years of school so that kind of literally threw my whole plans out of whack and when i 
you know, like I said, I started the next two years here in suburbia. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? My dreams of becoming a business person are thrown. Because I had, I had plans. I was going to continue thinking about business, doing all these classes. I was going to take accounting, all this shit. You want to know something but, really funny? Go for it, man. Uh, this guy, you remember? Okay, so I, I just told you about the guy who was an asshole who went to business school, right? Yeah. So he lives like right up the block from me. I've actually had him on for a podcast that never happened, and he's like the crazy wingbat that I talk about. It's kind of like oh, I, I, I've mentioned that... him a lot, yeah, but she... I don't ever like really talk about it. In, in I, I think I have said it in fine detail, but like I yes, you have. Yeah, I, I, I he was. This is the guy, right? So the funniest thing about him, and the funniest thing about teenagers or some people, some people, not necessarily just teenagers is that some people make plans and actually stick to them. So, like, I made plans, but immediately would throw them away at a moment's notice for anything. Like, I was just, like, I, I was trying to be successful and just failing miserably at it. Whenever I made a plan, it was something that I would eventually change or just completely fucking ignore anyway. But he had a plan, too. He was going to go to business school and do all the same stuff, and he ended up doing it. Uh, and And he's still so much of a dickhead. But, like... Uh, I find that interesting that you said that that you have a you had a plan and then you the, and that business school was there. I wonder if like business oriented people don't just very early on figure out if that's what they want to do. I don't know. I'm honestly maybe. I, I, honestly, I think I would have continued uh, with that. It would have just been. I actually think I think I would have continued with business. I would ended up with a business degree. I had a couple scholarships for business schools at that point too. Oh Jesus! Uh, okay, well, like I was pretty. I was pretty set at that point. Um, yeah. No shit. Uh, but you know, life happens and yeah, but yeah, uh, let's getting back to you and, uh, um, your acting. What was, oh, if of, you what, insist. Was, uh, <laughs> uh, what was your, a couple of your first acting gigs that you did and how did you get them? Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, very interesting stories here. Actually, I'm actually really surprised at some of the acting, the first jobs. Um, <clears throat> tell. so the first two happened like pretty much simultaneously. It was funny. Cause like what, basically what I said was, uh, I'm going to start acting. And if I don't have a paying job in five years, I am going to go to college. That was what I told myself. Right. Well, when was this around? Uh, 2014, January 14th, 2014. I think that was the first class. Okay. So, um, I, we, we do the classes, right? We do, I did a couple of classes. That was like about six months. Six months in, I get my first job offer. Uh, and it's in the theater I'm working in. They need an extra for this play because somebody else dropped out, I think. And it's just not looking good. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. It's a job. Actually, no, not even. Not even, no. I had had a small, a short film job that came up that I was doing, but it wasn't going to get paid. I was just kind of just doing it with a classmate. Uh, and that was interesting it was cool but it wasn't anything that was that turned out to be great or, or fucking good at all i got to make out with one of my other classmates and that was awesome um <laughs> but anyway uh now now my mind's just all on on that no no but but after that while, while that was wrapping up i got the offer for the actual paying job and that was for this show it was noises off noises off is a is a fucking theater show you can look it up it's famous it's really bad uh well the way we did it was really bad because the director decided to like cut a bunch of the, the end and change it to like just like because it was too long for his production you know 
and nobody would sit in the seats for that long. So he was just like, yeah, we got to just wrap it up somewhere near the third act. And, oh man, that's so, it's like cutting the death scene for Romeo and Julia, and just like, yeah, they're dead. Well, I mean, it was not nearly that dramatic, but <laughs> it was it was just very poorly done. Like it was lazily done. Like, to, let me give you an example of how fast and loose this guy would be with like how he put productions together. He would, or not even he would. I've much I've moved on I've I've not I've not gone back to that theater in a long time because of disputes with this guy because he's also an asshole but um good reason but fucking I later found out that one of his productions got shut down because he didn't pay the dues that he needed to to the author and the publishing house which is like Ooh. that's the number one thing that you do when you put on a production is that you have to pay per production a certain amount of money to the person who wrote it and to the company that that owns the rights to produce it basically i did not know that that's cool uh and what you have talking? to like you you I, I think also in certain uh respects certain uh productions i don't know which ones for, for sure or, or which ones specifically but uh certain ones actually require you to ask if you can put the show on so if the guy like looks up reviews of your theater and you suck and he's like, no, you cannot put my show on. Like, there's like, there's a lot of control from the for the for there's a lot of control to the writers uh, when you're talking about like theater productions, and I think that's really cool, actually. Mm, interesting. I did not know that. Um, I, I had an idea how how what was happening, but I didn't know it went that deep. But damn. Yeah, but I think it's like an old. It's just like a hold holdover from like old timey times, you know, because theater's been around for a really long time. Yeah, um, makes sense. So, so the job was we do noises off. We do thirty six shows during, like, just after summer, like Indian summer in San Francisco, which isn't terrible, but has the potential to be pretty bad sometimes. Um, and it's okay. this super complex. There's nine. First off, let me give you an idea of how small the the, the stage is here. This stage is like thirty feet across, thirty feet wide, right, and maybe like. 12 feet deep like it's not a crazy large stage and then on top of the stage itself you have to have the set which could be however big you know and this set was massive it was this this guy adam stowers is the guy who made it right he would we would i mean i used to hang out at this theater like 24 7 he would be in there at like three in the morning building this thing and it was fucking amazing like it's it's just it's a bunch of like I don't know how I'm not gonna say it was just two by fours because I don't want to just fucking boil this guy's work down to nothing, but it was basically amazing. So it was mm. three huge set pieces that interconnected together and then flipped backwards and then interconnected again to make the inside of a stage and then the outside of the stage because the play itself was a play about a play. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the, you had the exterior set and then you had the interior set where you could see basically what the what the back of a theater looks like um uh wow. but but you had to like arrange it so like you had to during the intermissions we would have to break it down and then flip it and then put it all back together and the crowd would love it right because it was super technical looking right uh and all mm -hmm. the cast members are doing it and all the really hot dudes, not me, all the really hot dudes would do it with their shirts off. Uh, I don't know why, but the, the, the director insisted on that happening. <laughs> anyway. Hey man, we'll, we'll get to the quote-unquote views on the seats. Yeah, well, there's, uh, so there's 75 seats to this theater. It's tiny. There's nine people in it, and there's this huge set. 
and it's hot as fuck. Because theater lights are hot, and it's hot as fuck in general. So, okay. uh, this is the summer. This is the Indian summer that we had. And um, so, okay, I, I need to, like, break this down into, like, sl- like really bite-sized pieces because there's so much to unpack with just this play alone. But I want to make it go by quick. So, firstly, I'm super serious about my acting at this point. I've always been super serious about my acting. It's one of the reasons why I kind of burned out on it, is that I, I wanted to be the fucking best I wanted to win Oscars. I didn't have time for anybody's silly shit. This play is silly shit. <laughs> through and through. It's like it's, it, it, when it's done right, it's a fucking masterpiece. I'm not going to lie. But it, generally speaking, it's silly shit. And in the hands of my compatriots at the time, I thought they were just fucking it up. The truth is, after really thinking about it, I was taking it too seriously, and I couldn't appreciate the, the just like the the loose light energy of it. You know, I was just too dark and down in order to really appreciate. It. I was just like, I me, I was just like, all of your acting sucks. Get more serious, make it more real. But it's like the most unreal fucking scenario in the world, and that's the point. You know, so okay. um, I was taking it way too seriously, which made made me kind of not enjoy it. And like to to our credit, we did some really good shows. Uh, there were some really like high moments. There were some really crazy moments. We had lights that went out during the show. We had a pipe that broke at, in the yeah. back of the sh- uh, in the back of the uh, set, and we had to like put buckets down and then finish the show while the place was flooding. Um, Damn. We yeah. Luckily, nobody from the outside saw because it, it was just still flooding in the area that we were at. But basically, the entire area where the actors were hanging out was covered in water. Um, and then there was the repairs that happened after that, like while the show was still going on every week, right? So it was like a little nightmare. The show itself is about a play that falls apart because it's just got crazy people at the helm. The director's fucking everybody. The actors are having problems with each other. People are trying to kill each other. One dude's a, a raging alcoholic and disappears all the time. Like, it, it's that kind of play. And literally in real life, our play was falling apart because of just fate it felt like you know people always actors always love this but it's like oh it's 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 life imitating art because that sounds so fucking stupid but um yeah no it was definitely one of those cases it felt eerie like that so that that play ended and then right after that i got an email from i think my prosthetist little known fact here is that i have one leg i'm disabled um so I got an email from a prosthetist who I'd been talking to a lot anyway because we were talking about acting. And I said, um, I'm acting now, basically. Or, or I Basically, he knew what I was doing at the time. And he said, hey, I have this email from this film company that wants to do a movie with a, somebody who's missing a leg or both legs. He's going to play a Gulf War veteran. Do you want to do this short film? Or, or do you want the information? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. So they... I sent them all my information. They were like, absolutely, you can come on in, right? I went in. I met everybody. It was a, uh, it's, I forget what they're called. I should really remember this one. I, Inclusion Films is the film company that produces it, but there's a whole program. But basically, it's a um, program. Uh, it's like a work-study program dedicated to teaching like people with developmental disabilities different aspects of the film industry. And oh, so. Cool. The whole thing was like there were the, the every te- everybody on each team had some sort of were all, we were either on the spectrum or had some sort of other like developmental disability, and they had all pretty much been you know 
trained perfectly. Like, um, trained perfectly sounds weird in the context. So I don't mean it like that, but rather, <laughs> rather that that uh, no, there was department heads, but everybody else, everybody was working and knew exactly what they were working on. So it was very much like super professional and really cool, and obviously like like a really interesting and cool program to be part of. And then the the story itself was also kind of had had something to do with that. So it was like I think just three weeks of shooting, and they had a big, huge production. And I was again super serious about my acting, and I thought that I had sucked because I kind of did, to be honest. But they had a big like thing. They put it on at the theater at the Livermore Theater in in California, and they uh they uh, Joe, John Travolta's brother is related to this program. He's like the head of the program. Uh, oh, his name's cool. Joey Yeah, Joey Travolta. So like it, it's kind of like a big thing especially in in Livermore, right? So um they had like the whole theater rented out and the whole production and everybody went there and I didn't go cuz I was too embarrassed. But uh those were the two first jobs. And then I don't, I don't think there was anything particularly interesting for a really long time actually. I did some lo- like the next interesting stuff were all the video game jobs which are oh, all I didn't really know, cool. I, I did not know about that. Yeah. How did so, I not know about that? I, I don't talk about them in great detail, but I can go okay, over them. that makes them. sense. I can go over them because there's only like maybe four or five of them. So I, yeah, shoot, shoot some interesting ones. Yeah, I quickly realized that there were a lot of live uh, job openings that weren't paying great, great money. They were like, you know, $120 for the day, which is actually really good money, but, you know, it, it depends on if you even get it. You know what I mean? So you think, was well, this, fuck it. What'd you wait, say? Uh, was this during the whole, um, was this like recently, like the last two years or so? Mm, I don't think so. It might have been within the last, no, 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 no. It, it was definitely within the last three or four now. All right, because there was that whole debacle with the voice actors. And oh, no, no, it wasn't any voice thing. acting stuff. So like oh, okay. live events like one of them was like a promotion for dishonored 2 like they they, they oh took a those bar. things oh so that's yeah. what you were doing okay took, i have they more took idea a bar, what they then. gave me a shirt they took a bar and they kind of like retrofitted it to look kind of like dishonored they let us play a game they let they let us come in and play the the coolest level in the game um before anybody else did because the game wasn't done at this point and then then our job when the event started was to help people like get seats and make sure they get to try the game and also to um fucking make sure that nobody stayed on the game for too long or got stuck you know so like we were kind of like guiding people and then we were talking to people and shit like that so it was this really cool that was really cool actually i met a lot of really cool people that had different like backgrounds in acting they had trained in different places and everything and uh-huh. i also met like people that had that were also really serious about theater and very much knew how how it worked and you know i told them that i did noises off and they're like oh man that's such a hard show you know like he understood um and then i met other people that were just kind of personable and it was just cool to talk to them and it was really cool to like you know meet all those people just doing this random job um another video game job there's two more that are really noteworthy so the other one this one was great because it paid great it was basically like do you like playstation this wasn't even acting do you like playstation tell us why you like playstation and i was like bro 
I don't just like PlayStation. I am PlayStation. I got my first PlayStation when I was seven, and I have not been not. I've been playing that shit ever since. We play this. Me and my family. Like I dressed it up. I made it all wholesome. I was like, me and my family use it as a thing because we can all understand it and blah 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 blah. Like I made it sound really good, right? And like you should. Uh, like I should. Yeah, right. And like, because I'm trying to get this fucking job. You're gonna, and you'll know why in a second. So they're like, yeah fucking come in for the interview so i go into the interview and they're like tell us all you all the things that you told us on the phone i do that and they're like yeah we're pretty sure you got it so they call me like the next day they're like cool you got it can you show up here in two weeks you go down to the sony headquarters or whatever one of the sony headquarters is they're like there's one in foster city or whatever that's where i I go and um i i show up at like eight in the morning They've got food because it's one of those productions. So I'm like, I'm snacking out on my breakfast. They're like, cool, you're going to go first. What game do you want to play? And I was like, I was right at the moment playing like Bloodborne. So they were like Bloodborne, some other shit. And then like fucking Ratchet and Clank. And I was like, I haven't played Ratchet and Clank. So I played that game and I fucking sucked because I didn't get to hear anything. Right. And they did this weird like thing where i wasn't even playing the game but i was like looking at a mirror you know it was just like this they had to set it up for the way the camera was facing me and then they did like a whole interview right for like 30 minutes and the interview was basically like me repeating stuff for sound bites and going through basically all the things i had already said about three times already and then they're like cool well that's it. We we don't need anything else from you for the day. You like you hang out for about fifteen more minutes, and they're like, we don't need anything else from you for for the day. So you're free to go. I'm like, cool, thank you. Uh, and so I walk out, and then two days later, I got a check for seven hundred fucking dollars for forty five minutes of work. It was fucking Holy. awesome. Oh shit! For doing something that I do, like I basically talk about how much I like PlayStation all the time. PlayStation, please sponsor me. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to, for a very little bit of time, I was doing a gaming podcast along with the Wholesome Hotham podcast. And, um, I did not I, know about that. Yeah, yeah. It's on the Wholesome Hoodlum YouTube, I think. It should be pretty easy to find. But I, I didn't do it because I kind of ran out of steam on that one. Uh, I, I, I plan on going back to it, actually, sooner or later. But, um, one hey, of the things ever, I used yeah, to say... If you yeah. ever want to be in a, a gaming podcast, we're looking for hosts for the other one. Ooh, well, let's talk about that. Um, um, one, of, one of the things uh, I said I used to say on the place on the on that podcast is that I would because it was like right when I got my PlayStation Four Pro, so I would do it through Twitch through the PlayStation Four live, and I would be like, "Yeah, what's up, everybody? We're here. We're ready. We're doing this through the power of the PlayStation Four Pro. Sony, give me money." That would be my thing every time I said anything positive about uh, PlayStation. Hey, it works. I, 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 it gets you interested. It tells you like, wait, where, where you're doing it and how you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I like it because uh, I'm not necessarily crazy about streaming, and I'm not crazy about it's it's less than stellar integration into the PlayStation Four. But I'm glad that it's at least serviceable. Like you know, like I'm I'm know that I've not. been able to build much of a a following and i don't know if it's just because i'm using a playstation i'm sure that's part of it but um you know it's still nice to know that people can do it and try it out and like you know get 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 that experience in without having a bunch of extra equipment yeah It, it makes it makes streaming overall easier for the general 
person anyone can stream absolutely yeah and that's a and that's kind of the new the new popular thing right now is trying to um what was it at least the last few years it was youtubing now it's trying to become a streamer and doing right. that i have a i have an actual uh topic that i wanted to go with talk to you about because sure. you and me are kind of you and me are kind of we're we're mediocre streamers we we do it here and there and uh there's people out there who are hey whoa i'm an it. excellent streamer i just don't do it a lot uh well let's go with mediocre and schedule <laughs> there we go um hey i i do i do my my best i i i actually made a on my youtube channel i i, I made a small cliff of clips a clip of my uh twitch stream just a little of the funny parts i'm a shitty gamer i'm not gonna lie or i as i age my gaming has not aged well with me dude um, i don't know sadly. like i the the thing i'm trying to go for with twitch honestly like it's 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 the same thing with my podcast right like i'm trying to capture like a kernel of like the funniest or the most poignant thing you know and i'm trying to do that naturally without having to like guide or manipulate anything i'm trying to just do that in a conversation when I'm exactly. playing games, when I'm streaming, I'm not trying to be the best because it takes too much goddamn energy to be the best all the time. And honestly, like, let me be honest, I'm good at games. If I really want to focus and be the best, I can be. But it makes me so goddamn angry at how incompetent everybody else is that it's not worth the time or the energy. I'm not trying to do cool glitches or anything like that. Like, I'm not trying to do the general thing. I'm trying to capture those awesome moments that you share with your friends when you're playing online, you know? Like, I remember, yeah. I, I, I don't even like Fallout 4, but there's an old stream. With not, it's not up anymore. I, I wish I had saved it. But I was at one point, I streamed, like, the very beginning of Fallout 4, super stoned out of my mind. And my friends were like, turn the game difficulty all the way up and then run to the, run to the glowing sea. I don't care what level you are. And, like, I basically did that, and, like, for the next two and a half hours, I was just, like, in a horror movie. And it was, like, like when I remember it, it's one of the most fun memories I have this generation of video games. And I streamed it, and I'm so glad that somebody somewhere might have seen it. But, um, you know, you don't get that all the time, and it's kind of hard to, like, find the right spots for that. Lately, when I stream, it's just, like, I'm going to get on Rainbow Six and maybe... Maybe I can quietly show everybody how awesome I've gotten at that game. Oh, I, I, I get into some weird indie games and just try to... Well, I, last game I played was um, Cluster Trucks, if you know what that is. Yeah, I, I keep, keep seeing the video for that, and I haven't checked it out yet still. It's fine, man. It's, uh, it's fun, but infuriating. Um, it's like well, that's why mechanics. I want to check it out. <laughs> uh, you can check out my clip. Of, I'll send it to you. Of just me playing it a little bit. Um, I, I play it overall. I play it for two hours, but I show you only five minutes of it, and it's it's funny. But it can get towards the end. I was like, okay, two hours of streaming. This is enough. I'm done. Can't can't deal with it anymore. Too much stress. But it's fun. Like I I I try to tell myself I need a. I can try to get through two worlds and everything like that. But no, you're right. Uh, streaming overall is. I don't I don't like like the podcast. I don't want to make it work. I want it to be. Uh, just fun, me hanging out, uh, just playing the game. And if something cool happens, cool, it does happen. Uh, and if someone's there to uh, share it with me, that's that's just a bonus. But um, moving, continuing on, the the topic I want to talk to you is: uh, uh, I know you're not the the biggest Royale slash Fortnite fan. Nope, not um, at all. 
even though I've been trying to get you to play at least once with me. Have you um, been trying? I don't remember this. Uh, maybe because we haven't been messaging each other on Discord properly. We did. Oh yeah, we, did, we did talk about that. Yeah. But um, well, well, that's a that's a side topic. Anyways, um, uh, a recent article has stated that uh, parents are now hiring tutors for kids to help them play uh, Fortnite. So they're getting gamer tutors for their kids to improve their Fortnite game slash gaming in general. And you want my opinion on this? Uh, honestly, like, j just the overall idea of the... Uh, so first, let's start with that, and then there's something else on top of that. Well, I think... Uh, I mean, it's not like it's a new thing that this, like, you know, can't form words right now. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's not a new thing, the idea of, like, the pro gamer or the gamer that's going to teach you. Like, remember... I don't know if you remember, but there used to be a... Uh, a guy, he was like the Halo, whatever the fuck, champion. His name was Tom Taylor, and he uh, he 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 went by the moniker of T squared, and he would teach people fucking Halo tips, basically. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I know the name. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, fucking that that's kind of always been around. Even before that, even before it was like you know, before famous quote unquote famous people were doing it, there was like you know the people he would call. And they would tell you how to get through areas yeah. in the game, you know? I don't know if mm -hmm. people out there might be too young to actually know that one. But you used to have to call a fucking number for somebody to help you with a game. And it cost money, man. <laughs> um, uh, I had the, the simple gaming magazines that gave you your tips every month. I remember that. Yeah, there was magazines. There was cheat, cheat code books, you know? Oh, God. I, I remember, uh, was it late... Late '90s, early 2000s, where you went on, where was it? What was that website game? Um, where you you went to grab all your cheat codes, like back when you had to get infinite ammo and God mode and shit like that. Fuck, I, know, I can't like remember. Cheatcc.com or some shit. Something, but yeah, people. Do, yeah. There's no, there's nothing like that these days, or not a lot anymore. You can't just like left click, left button, R2, up down, up down, all this shit. Yeah, like, no, come not on, anymore. Guys. Not you're certainly not a lot. It's kind of it's a rarity and almost an Easter egg now that something you, there's like a button combination that unlocks or does anything. But no, you're right. The, the there were people back there back then, and it's it's coming up more, and it's I think it's becoming more prevalent now in these days. It's becoming more mainstream, I would say. Yeah, but it, well, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Oh, well, I, I was just going to say, like, that that's one thing, right? Like, I spent my mom's cash on this phone number to help me beat The Legend of Zelda, or I looked up the book, or I bought the magazine, or whatever, right? That's one thing. It's way different when you're like, Mom, get me a tutor to play Fortnite. That's weird, strange, and a little unnecessary. If I was the parent in this situation, and this is why I probably shouldn't be a parent, I'd be like, no, fuck you, kid. You suck. Get good, scrub. Like, what are you doing? You're my son and or daughter, and you're asking me to buy you some help? No, bitch. Buckle <laughs> down. Fucking don't do your homework like I did, and get good at the goddamn game. But that's why I shouldn't be a parent. Um, <laughs> my point is, is that, like, it's a ridiculous concept to me that parents are actually buying into the idea of getting their kids tutors at, it, at anything that isn't goddamn school. <laughs> 
So, so one of the things that was uh, specified in this article was they're they're trying to to make them uh, uh, more adequately better at the game because they want their kids to be more sociable and acceptable. You know, if you're that guy who gets 25 kills and X amount of wins, uh, you know, you're looked up more. They they want to build up their confidence. That's one of the things that was stated in this, and I get it. You know, you get that high when you do. When you do really good in a game, like no matter what, like like I've seen you uh, in some games for Rainbow Six, and when you you do really good, you, you know you get that excitement and you just sure, feel that, yeah, and and it, it builds your confidence up, right? Um, they just want they they're trying to that that's one of the I would I want to say excuses they're using to pay people like twenty five plus an hour to these people because that's the that's the charge twenty five bucks an hour to these uh, gaming coaches that's what they're being called. Yeah, but uh, and well, here's my argument against that because I think you're right. I I can't argue that I I get excited when I do well. Everybody does, and there's great. That's the whole. That's why I think the share button and being able to like upload shit to YouTube and stream with the press of a button. I think that's the best thing to come to gaming this generation, at least console wise. Like the ability to capture those moments that like like I was saying those like great moments with your friends. I think that's wonderful, right? And the, the fact that that's even more accessible is great. And I, so obviously I value those those moments where you're really kicking ass, right? But mm-hmm. first off, and I'm not saying that like it actually applies, like this isn't really true because I didn't earn shit, but I earned those moments. I didn't pay for them, firstly. <laughs> and, and not that that makes them any more valuable after the fact, but like I think there's a distinction there. And secondly, and more importantly, what are they selling? Like, I don't like. It seems a little dangerous when you're trying to sell confidence to kids via video games. Like, there's just so many layers of not right there. Like, you want to give kids confidence? Spend some fucking time with them, maybe. Like, figure out what they like. Invest in helping them get good at things that aren't video games. Because honestly, as much as I love them, they're not the exactly best place you want your kids socializing. Certainly not today. <laughs> and, 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 and so I, I just think like you'd be better off enriching your life, your kid's life outside of video games and letting them take care of that on their own. Like they can navigate the space of video games without you hovering over their shoulder or making sure they have Fortnite fucking tutors, you know? But like, you know, fucking read a book with them or some shit. I don't know. Go skiing. Whatever the fuck the kid likes outdoors. Like, show them that there's life outside of that i think that's way better and probably better more enriching to their confidence than trying to make them better in a video game like they're fucking kids i'm sorry they should be good at video games like i i've played with fucking like some sometimes i'm streaming and some like 16 year olds like you want to play and i'm like yeah sure 16-year-old reflexes ain't never bad. Like, there's no fucking way that these kids aren't good at video games inherently. Let them do that on their own. Go hiking with the little motherfuckers or something. This is just, it's just insane to me. So the, the second and more, only other reasonable thing, because there's some other things they pointed out, but there's the only other one I would, I'm going to finally make, is uh, another reason they're doing it is because now a lot of top schools are giving out scholarships, gaming scholarships for some of the top professional games out there, like League, Overwatch, uh, Fortnite, um, CS:GO. Shoot, what was the other one? Uh, PUBG. Um, because now you can get, you know, scholarships to go to these schools, and that's another reason they're 
they're trying to get their kids to improve just to have a chance for these things. Thoughts on that? I mean, it's kind of the same thought, but just with, in a different context. It's like you could probably invest in enriching your life, your kid's life in a way that makes him eligible, him or her, eligible for scholarships in other ways. Like, all right. Gym of sport or uh, what's the other one? What's hey, I, I can think? play L- NBA and Madden, man. I'm going to be better at that. Come well, on. that's that's my point is that like, well, I don't need real basketball skills. My Well, firstly, <laughs> firstly, my, my argument still stands is that like, you know, teach them how to fucking plant a garden or volunteer and they're still eligible. They're eligible for scholarships like, you know, Again, well, I'm, I'm at this point in my life. I promote well-roundedness, at least in kids. Fuck as fuck that as an adult. Do what you want, but like every kid's gonna want to be the video game scholarship kid. Like, you have any idea of the competition you're gonna be up against if you're one of those kids? Like, like it's like me. I wanted to be an actor. Everybody wants to be a fucking actor. You have any idea your chances at that point? Like, it, it's it's just like you're you're setting the kid up for the hard the hard fucking trial by trying to enrich their lives through things that they already right. fucking like. Alright, now let's cool you down from all well, the, wait, the wait, 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 wait. There's oh, one yeah. more thing I wanted to say, though, about you that. You got a hot take? Uh, yeah, but but just just kind of um, the the scholarship thing. Uh, yeah, if, go if, if anything, like, that just makes video games way less cool now. You know, like, just the idea that parents are thinking about, yes, they're thinking about getting their kids into video games for fucking college scholarships. Like, ugh, God. But, okay, I remember when we used to rock kids' brains and shit. Why can't we go back <laughs> to that? That's, that's true. Uh, because, but if you think about where, where, the, where the generation where kids are now having parents who grew up with games, video games in general, I mean... Um, and I mean, we, I'm not, we grew up. Go ahead, sorry. The, no, like our our parents and grandparents kind of grew up with sports, and that's what kind of got them into that. And it's now kind of melding over, kind of like how music melds over. You know, it changes gener- generationally, and I think that's kind of what's happening right now. And I, I have an idea of the point you're making that's making them less cool because it also is kind of. In the, in the you can you if you can tell me if I'm wrong in the last couple of years the the saturation of these battle royale soon to come and uh, mobile style games have really flooded the the market a lot I don't know well yeah I mean that's that's it, it just seems like that's kind of the new trend right now is that like annoying ass mobile games and battle royale games or annoying oh, ass I meant MOBA. MOBA MOBA oh sorry MOBA. Well, yeah, no, sorry. Annoying-ass MOBA games and and Battle Royale games. Um, so and no, like, you, to, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for No, keep going. And, like, I don't like MOBAs because I don't play primarily on the PC. I don't see the appeal. I know that I'm just missing out, right? But, like, I, hmm. uh, you know, either way, it's just not something I've ever been crazy interested in. Um, no, in the less cool thing, I just think, like, you know what? Here's, here's, the, here's how you're right completely right because you use sports and sports is a good example you know okay. people like sports people took part in sports then we had like generations of people who took part in sports and then eventually we had institutions of sports you know there are famous colleges all over the country and throughout that have you know the best football team the best basketball team you know and these are the sports 
that you know through academia and research and knowledge became you know bred the best athletes you know there's a certain beauty to that i can appreciate and i guess you could say the same thing to an extent of music although i wouldn't say i, I wouldn't uh and even maybe to acting although i wouldn't even say to that like there's a certain uh proliferation that you go through once you've gone through like you know college classes for some shit that like you don't get out on the street i can appreciate it for that however I still think that like there's no amount of academia that can like make up for really just raw talent, heart and hard work. And I think that like as far as, you know, and passion really goes. So like if you love video games, you want to be a fucking pro. I'm not crazy about the idea of going to school for it, you know, but like if you're going to give it a shot and you really got a fucking shot, then go for it. You know, it's just like to me there's but this is me like I, you know me you have a pretty good idea of my personality so anybody says college and i'm just like mm, no you know so maybe that's just my my gut reaction there kicking in all right so that is that your final takeaway for the for yes this? absolutely sorry that was it. <laughs> no, it's, no it's fine uh that got you really heated but that's kind of how it gets sometimes when you're really passionate about what you're talking about anything that involves parents and kids and I, I get angry about it because they're just both so like both of those demographics are so stupid. Children, parents. Uh. <laughs> All right, um, let's uh, let's move away from that. And uh, uh, what was I going to ask you? Not really, though. Not really, though. Sorry, there are some really great parents out there. I just remember, like, I know plenty of parents. I meet people all the time that have kids. So that, like, <laughs> who listen to the podcast probably, and they're like, "What the fuck, guy?" Hey, Raul, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to um, cover my bases. <laughs> it's all good. It's all I can't good. offend I ever, anybody I, anymore. It's 2018. You know, that's true, man. It's it's one of the, I, I don't really want to get to it because that's a topic in itself, and I think we'll be stuck on that forever. Uh, maybe another episode. And, I mean, I uh, think I can... I, I feel like I've ranted and raved about it enough that I have like a really concise way to talk about that now. Okay. Uh, do you want to you wanna share that a little bit? Yeah, like on the subject of whether or not we're overly sensitive today, uh, I think absolutely yes, we, we are. are. I'm yeah. just going to say yes, we are. I'm not yeah. even going to even. that. Yeah, exactly. I think we absolutely are. But I think that the answer is not to just ignore all the problems, right? I think that there needs to be... like. You know, when, when we get to the conversation of, like, do we censor it too much? Do we not allow people to speak their mind enough? Do we do this? Like, you know, people are like, well, we have to protect these groups, and we have to protect this, and we have to, we have to eradicate racism uh, with all, you know, and, like, when we're censoring language and we're getting offended by jokes and we're just, like, not allowing ourselves to have any fun, I think the problem there is that we've, we've really, people in this, people have committed to that lifestyle without a line. You know, there's no line that they won't cross. And that's the problem. Like, where do you start? Somewhere. That's my thinking when it comes to that. I think you got to just, if you're, I, I totally believe in positive speech and not spewing hate speech or racism. Like, I don't, but at the same time, I also believe that a funny joke is a funny joke. I also believe that things said in private to your friends do not have to be something that's held against you for the rest of your life. You know, I, I, I like, I think there are lines there that like some people have just kind of forgotten about. That's all. 
Um, and this and, is why we did not record our last conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And so <laughs> that's and that's that's my point is that like you know you can have a really terrible, disgusting conversation, uh, and it just be kind of be like you know not serious at all. And and people would find like this thing with James Gunn, right? People are like, oh you gotta God. Get him back. And and you know what I think on that, and this is gonna be my yeah. Like, final I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um. Well. We have no problem destroying people's career and totally dismantling them for saying things that we don't like or being people that we don't like. Maybe they're an asshole or they're a creep or a disgusting weirdo. And in that case, I kind of I support it for sure. But um, we have no no problem like fucking people's jobs up when it's people we don't like. But now it's James Gunn and people are like, oh no. What? No, Disney, no. You gotta hire him back. You gotta bring him back. We are all gonna be really mad at you if you don't hire him back. We're all gonna be mad at you, Disney. And Disney, with sitting on its throne of billions of dollars, is like, oh, you're going to be mad at me. Mm, I'm so sorry. Disney doesn't care. Disney's agenda is to keep things kid-friendly, and they oh, found something to fuck this guy over for. And Disney. my only argument here is that you see what happens? You see why we shouldn't be doing this shit? Because then eventually, they're going to get somebody that you like. You know, when they came for so-and-so, I said nothing. When they came for the next people, I said nothing. When I came for me, there was nobody to say anything. That's all I'm saying. Damn. Damn. This, that, when you were talking about how Disney just kind of like does, kind of like hovers over, I was thinking, do you, you watch South Park, right? Or have you watched it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the the uh, specific episode where uh, it was a Jonas Brothers episode and they're being controlled by Mickey Mouse. Yeah, of course. And, yes, and, and he's like, and he just kind of hovers over like, uh, just like just this, he's just giant Mickey Mouse just destroying everything and no one can stop him. Right, now, yeah, well that's what he is now. Yes, he is that now. No one can stop him. I can't do a Mickey Mouse impression for the life of me, so I can't <clears throat> do it. I'm too high now. Have My it. voice is probably too raw. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, it would have been... Uh, damn it, I wish one of us could have done it. That would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, Mickey Mouse, basic controls. And I think... I think once they buy Fox, I think I read that they're going to own 64% of the entertainment market, if I remember right. Yeah, that's disgusting to me. I mean, it's bad enough that Spider-Man's in that for me, but, like, there's just... It's just not okay with me. It's not okay with me on so many levels, uh, especially when we've got things like this, where they just like, yeah, no, this isn't what we want, so fuck that, you know? You can't work here anymore, bitch. Uh, I don't want that kind of um, authoritarian... I don't want those kind of authoritarian filmmaking principles uh, growing and having more power. As an actor, as an artist, as a person, as somebody who enjoys entertainment, I don't want that. I agree wholeheartedly on that one. I'm going to still give you money, though, Disney. I want those Marvel movies out, please. You're part of the but, problem. <laughs> I can't stop, man. They're so good. They're, no, they're, they're not. Reasonably, they're, they're reasonably not. good. Okay. <laughs> reasonably i was just having this conversation with somebody the other day i was telling or yesterday actually i was telling my friend um about a movie he was we had uh, i had already talked to him about this movie i've mentioned it all the time it's called tyrannosaur really good movie 
Uh, yes, really uh, I, I have it on my list to watch. I really uh, you've been talking so much about it in every episode. I like I gotta watch. Yeah, it. yeah. So it's my favorite movie. It's an excellent movie. It is ha- like I w- he was looking at reviews and he was reading it out and he was like, yeah, this it says that this movie is extremely hard to watch, but it's a beautifully told story and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, bro. And I said jokingly, I guarantee you, it's better than Black Panther, because that was like the last oh. movie he was ranting and raving about. And he okay. was like, "What Black Panther was like my favorite," and I'm like, "Yeah, but this movie is actually good, so fuck you." And you know he was like, "Black Panther was good," and I'm like, "No, Black Panther, like all these shitty superhero movies, is adequate, and everybody else is okay with that. But you shouldn't be because you're not, and neither am I." And he was like, "I guess you're right, but still, I like that movie." And I was like, "Whatever, man." So you know. I- I'm gonna use. We're gonna try to set up an, another episode with you. You know, I'm gonna try to watch that movie, and then we can talk about it. Oh man, okay. Prepare yourself. Right. I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to watch it at least twice. So write some notes down, and we can we can discuss on that. Uh, but look forward for that one in the future. Oh, man, people. I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> hey, there you go. You you rewatch it. I'll watch it twice, and then we'll we'll see how we'll we'll chit chat about that. But that that's for the future. Well, hold um, on, wait. I want to go back on something. I, go, go like, ultimately, I do want to say something about the Marvel movies, right? Like, I, I talk shit about them a lot because I think, objectively speaking, they're not good movies. And I know that that's, that seems like I'm still being holier than thou, but like, if you were going to break down what makes a good movie a good movie, I don't really think that the, 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 the principles of a general Marvel movie align with that, right? Not like with a good film. In my opinion, no, I can, I can, I know. Actually, I can agree with you because, I, what's how do I explain this? We were, you were talking about this earlier, how you were enjoying like theater and stuff, right? Um, I, I was fortunate, fortunate enough early in my early age. Uh, even though I grew up in a rough neighborhood, I went to a Catholic private school, which mm-hmm. was. Well, like I'm, I'm surprised my parents were able to afford it, but they they did their best to do that for for me and my sister at that time. And during that time, this school, um, they they did like biweekly field trips, and since we were just a bus ride away from downtown Chicago, I was fortunate enough to catch a lot of like a lot of theater, a lot of opera, a lot of museum art pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot, that that can leave a, an impression. It did for me, and I have I've grown to enjoy media in a different light. Like I still enjoy going to if I can find it. Like it's hard to find it where I'm at, but a good a good uh, showing of a uh, theater um, because I I really miss going to see. It, it might not sound fun for other people, but a good ballet, uh, just a good opera. Because that is in itself like tremendous work, and you can account to just overall just the work in theater itself. Uh, and when when I see films these days, I've like I think in the last I'm gonna say in the last two years I've taken I've taken more I don't want to say pride, but more um, taking a harder look in movies and what they appeal than just being. Uh, these big blockbusters. I think early on, and in, in like I'm gonna say in the the last, because Marvel movies have been out for like 15, 15 years. For a long time now, yeah. For a Definitely long time, about I think 10. 
So for the first half, I was just watching them because they were Marvel movies. Right. But now, I in these last few years, I've been watching more movies and actually just enjoying them for the the actual story, the 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 score, the soundtrack, every every little detail. I I'm just I'm not saying I'm nitpicking them, but I'm trying to enjoy it for the whole and just not just being brain dead and just watching it. There are movies that you can just sit and watch brain dead just because they're just, they're just that type of movie. But there's some movies right. out there that, you know, you, you, you should pay attention to because it's, there is something behind it. Um, I, if you get my drift on that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, that's ultimately kind of what I was saying. It was just like, I, like I, I have my standards for movies that don't, change based on the genre right like it's not okay that it's a bad movie if it's a superhero movie however i've liked superhero movies in the past like the original avengers was the shit in my eyes the first iron man was awesome i loved the incredible hulk and nobody else did uh and these are all movies Which one? the the incredible hulk the one with edward norton um, okay these are all movies that are kind of still like in the you know dawn ages of like the marvel movie empire and the reason I liked them is because they lacked formula. They weren't all interconnected in some grandiose way that dropped hints every five fucking minutes. And they, you know, had their own stories of these iconic characters, and it was really interesting to see them all alone. Now that they're interacting with each other, it's all very... And they've all... they Like, the Marvel writers and, and just the team behind it all have a very, like, solid idea of what they want to do with each film. There's little Easter eggs for this, and there's little hints for that film, and there's like you know the pre the the post credit scene for Miss Marvel, and then there's Ant Man, and like it's just like everything seems so formulaic and so set up that I have a hard time enjoying it. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy it or that people who do enjoy it are fucking idiots. I just think that those movies are dumb, and like people who enjoy them mindlessly, like you say. I just don't like that, you know, like it just it's that's money that you wasted, time that you wasted. Like it's I don't know if I like I'm not okay with it and I know that it's not my money or time, but it's like other people should be more considerate of that, I think. You know, especially yeah. when if you're even if you wanted to see a movie, you could still see better movies pretty much every time you go to the theater. That is true. I will attest to that. There are a couple movies uh that came out this year that people just didn't know about, and I, I, I wanted to catch them, but nobody wanted to go see them because they didn't know what it was, and they didn't get the, the concept and all this stuff. And like, I don't know what the release is like uh, for the rest of the country because this was kind of a local film. But if you have ever seen a trailer, or if you've seen a trailer for Sorry to Bother You, and it's playing in your area, I would really suggest you see it. It's Sorry just, to bother you. I'll look it up. It's, it's it's extremely strange. Don't look up too much about it because it's it, you should just watch it. <laughs> Hmm. sometimes it's best to do that yeah um, um but yeah don't look at like a synopsis or anything but check it out if it's in your area i, I definitely recommend it that's that goes for anybody listening to so what was it called let me write that down sorry to bother you sorry to bother you i got movies to watch apparently sorry to, sorry <laughs> to bother you and what tyrannosaurus rex tyrannosaur tyrannosaur yeah okay the movies to watch um now, let, let, I want to actually piggyback on this um, piggyback on this superhero uh, fiasco for you. Sure. <laughs> um, have you... Okay, so Comic-Con just passed, and uh, did, have you caught any of the trailers that came out of that? Um, I think I saw the Venom trailer. 
Okay. What about and... Aquaman and Shazam? Oh, actually, I, I, I think uh, what, I saw parts that? of Shazam and I saw a little bit of Aquaman. Like okay. I don't. I think I might have seen Aquaman like in its entirety, but I didn't like have the sound on or something. Like in, the, I don't remember it in like any great sense. But I feel like I watched a lot of something with him. Okay. Well, yeah. then we'll skip Aquaman. Uh, and I, it sounds like we'll skip uh, Shazam then. I mean, I have I have comments on those movies. Okay. Then okay. Let's start. Oh, which one do you want to start on? Uh, the little bit of that that I saw saw of Shazam, which was very very little. I actually laughed, like when when whatever I don't know what punchline it was, but I was like, that was actually funny. Whoa! Like I was upset with myself that they had broken through my my hard exterior and actually made me kind of giggle. And I'm not even like a Captain Marvel or whatever the fuck that guy's name is fan. I don't even like Shazam um, at all. I think he's like the dorkiest superhero in the world. But um, no, I giggled, so I thought that was interesting. And then everything I saw from Aquaman I thought was lame as fuck. Uh, I hate Jason Momoa. I think he's a terrible actor unless he's on Game really? of Thrones. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I just think okay, he's, unless... Yeah, his okay. acting other than on Game of Thrones has just been subpar in everything he does. Like he's maybe, gotta... maybe not. Maybe like he's just doing him and he's just being like the surfer bro all the time. But like he just never impresses me with what he does. But like he... to his credit, he he's not like... going to do any better with Aquaman. Okay, is he kind of like the the Jason Statham and the Rock in movies? Just kind of this always. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of what he's doing right now. He's like the action okay. movie guy right now, but he's like the the hot, lovable action movie guy. You know, he's an he's I, 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 okay. I, I have a I have a question for you on that later on after this. So yeah. then, uh, Venom wise. Okay, so um, the more I see of Venom, the more I'm liking. I think. Okay. But I think there's also a little, there's like, first off, it was shot here in San Francisco, at least some parts of it. So I have like a bit of a local stake in it, right? There are places that I recognize. Oh, that's it's cool. Just, I, I, always, like seeing. I always like that when you're able to spot the lo- locales in movies. Like, right. oh, I know where that was shot. I, because yeah. I've seen TV shows where um, since some places are shot here in Portland, uh, I can just tell uh, just by looking at them. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love when you can do that. So that's so cool. Um, the overall plot of the story, it looks like it has, it has to do something with like the old, like there was a point in the comics. I'm a bit of a comic book nerd when it comes to Spider-Man and all of his compatriots. So Venom had like a spinoff. <laughs> spinoff webs. Uh, Venom oh, had God. like a spinoff <laughs> where he came to San Francisco to kind of do his own thing. And while he was here, he got in, in. He got like involved with some other grouping of symbiotes. Uh, and from what I understand, okay. it looks like there's some sort of they're they're kind of taking from elements of that because uh, it looks like there's other symbiotes, which is cool. Um, although it would be even cooler if there was maybe possibly like you know carnage or something. Uh, I, I think I, that. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm thinking of Carnage is going to end up being like um, an end credits scene where you just see this red symbiote come out. I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping that it, he just is the uh, like. I'm hoping they haven't showed any of it. They're being really smart, and he's like the big boss of the end of the game or the movie, you know. But um, I think the the thing that I keep kind of uh, I'm talking about because I'm actually kind of gushing about the game, the movie, but. Um, <laughs> uh, 
the one thing that I think is weird here, and really the is the elephant in the room, is uh, the, it's really hard for me to have Venom without Spider Man. Like it, Venom, uh, out of context of Spider Man, is strange. Uh, and I guess he's an interesting character outside of that, but it's still weird. No, and I totally agree with you on that because when you think Venom, you think Spider-Man. Right. He's one of he's one of his like Spider-Man's rogue gallery of right. villains, and it's hard. When I, when I first heard Venom, I was like, "Cool, yes, but how and just how, right?" Yeah, and this movie's been in production for a really, really long time. Like, Sony's had the rights to this for, like, an insanely long amount of time and has been sitting on it, and it's been, like, in production hell for forever. So, like, we never really even thought this movie was going to come out, and now here it is, like, right around the corner. And um, so, so yeah, that's just... That's my my, my take on, like, the, the you know, Venom and, it, it, without Spider-Man, but, like, from what I've seen of Venom, which was very little of it, the CG looks interesting. It looks um, not necessarily perfect, but I also think they're trying to, like, it's very hard to realistically animate something that's not real, and the Venom symbiote is very animated, uh, has always been very animated in, like, every form and medium. So um, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to just take what they give me and enjoy it. You know, I think it's really cool, some of the stuff we're seeing. He looks huge and menacing, which is cool. I like that. I like that. Um, I think it, he looks better than the um, the Tobey Maguire version of yeah, for sure. Uh, Venom. Um, so. And then and then uh, the the voice is really it's super '90s and kind of throwback and oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, and he's funny. He's like you know he says nasty things to people and then he eats them, which was also a thing that they didn't go over. But yeah, Venom liked to eat people apparently. Which never made sense to me. Like, does he eat them? Does Eddie Brock eat them? Does the symbiote eat them? I think I think the symbiote absorbs them for continuous energy. Kind of like see. it is a parasite. It's a parasite, so it absorbs, I eats see. away okay. at its host. So. All right. Well. Well. Yeah. So he eats people, um, and that's cool. I, I like. I used to be against cannibalism in all shapes and sizes, but when it's a giant used alien. To be. <laughs> I, well, when it's a giant alien doing it to "quote unquote" bad guys, maybe I can just let it slide for that little bit, you know? Acceptable, like yeah, he's a he's um, a bad guy. I don't know if I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna wait till I see reviews because, like, there's also a big part of me that says this looks kind of shitty. Like something about it still looks shitty, despite it looking kind of exciting. Like more of the venom they show, I'm more excited. But like everything else looks kind of dumb. So I don't know how I feel about it just yet. Um, don't worry. Um, I'm gonna go see it opening night, and I'll have my review up on my YouTube channel for oh, anyone cool. to listen, so cool. you can hear my thoughts. Check that out. So um, look forward to that. I gotta get back into movies again. I haven't watched anything lately. I just haven't been in the mood. But uh, but there are some good films out there uh, right now that I really hope to see. I just gotta get back to doing movie reviews and stuff like that. Um, but I want, what, now I want to, I want to get to you talk to a thing we were talking about earlier is how, how actors kind of start portraying the same role over and over. Oh God, and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I want, I want to know your thoughts of when you're, when you're seeing these, these, and it, I don't know, it bugs me to a point sometimes when you're just seeing these actors just doing the same role over and over being hero, villain, asshole, yada, yada, yada. Whoa. Right, like The Rock. The Rock is always the the hero. 
Kind of, yeah, basically, right. yeah. So, um, what, what what's your take on that? So, firstly, I, I, I have to admit that this is a bit of a catch-22 for probably every actor, right? Yeah, I want to... Like, there's a lot of... There's, there's, of course, if I had my notes, I'd be able to remind you, but there are a lot of main like ways to identify bad acting, and one of them is overacting, for sure. You know? So, like, mm-hmm. if you want to play a character, or if you're playing a... If you think you're playing a character, then, you know, you're going to want to act like, you know, let's say you're playing a badass. You're going to want to act like a badass. But that looks dumb, and it's terrible acting, so you can't do that, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going to just kind of be a badass, but play your, you're, you're playing a badass, but you're being yourself as a badass, that's the best you can do, right? Okay. So, so if, if the best acting you can do is just trying to put yourself in the situation and acting like it's real, then how do you play a character? And the answer in like method acting and the way I was taught is that you don't. You just you're you are the character, not playing a character, because that messes up how you perform. But when it comes to like acting, if you want to trick people, ultimately, if you want to like get it, if you want people to be impressed by your acting, you know, here's the trick, right? There's three things you can do. You can talk different, you can move different, or you can lose or gain a bunch of weight. And I know this sounds kind of weird and superficial, but acting is acting is acting is acting. It's all the same. The only difference is your dialect, your physicality, and how big or small you are, you know? Hmm. Um, I'm there not are, saying... There, Go ahead. No, there are, because there has been some, like some people, like big, big stars that do these method acting things and, and uh, who just kind of get into their roles um so i i I get it yeah i don't think like people want to believe that the character exists like they're they're playing a deep character and i think any serious method actor who studied long enough and i'm not even going to say that i'm a serious method actor who studied long enough but i've studied under people who have and this is kind of their words and so not my not really mine i think anybody who does that they understand that the character doesn't exist you have uh, if you've got good enough writing if you've got a good enough director, if they trust you enough to work on the material yourself, you have a wealth of deductions to make about your character, and that becomes who you are. You know, like, it's all deep in the writing. That's why, like, a huge portion of acting is script analysis. And that's where you do most of your homework. That's where a lot of, like, your energy goes. And that's honestly where you figure out who you are. There are no choices in acting. My teacher once told me this. There's no choices in acting, only deductions. And when you don't know something, you, you just haven't thought about it hard enough. Um, and that, I think, it creates a, what, what my teacher says. And this has always been kind of nebulous and hard for me to grasp. But he says, when you go through this, this process of like just deducing and understanding how this character, how this person feels, how you feel, because you have to look at it like it's yourself and like, you're, like it's real. When you go through this process of, of understanding every single line, line by line, and how it all interconnects with everybody, every other character and the whole play itself, you create an inevitability of what's going to happen. And then you just got to make yourself available for it. And I know that sounds hoity-toity and all about like energies and fucking stones and shit, but like that's the best way I can describe it. You do the homework, and then you just let it go, and you perform because all the work is there, and you know exactly where it's going to take you. It's way easier than real life. You know exactly what you're going to do. 
That's what my teacher okay. also said. <laughs> then, uh, and you, and then, in, in your opinion, then who are some of the best actors out there at the moment? Okay, so my favorite actor has always been Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, if I was gonna like bounce off of like he's obviously he's been gone for a long time now, so I couldn't really say he's out you know out there right now. But if I was gonna go off of people that were at his caliber, um, Joaquin Phoenix is really good, always pretty good. He doesn't you know do great. Not everybody does great movies all the time. I think he had one movie just recently that got rated pretty poorly. But you know Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, this is one that nobody ever expects me to say because I'm always kind of like against pretty actors, but fucking Ryan Gosling is an excellent actor. Interesting. Uh, he has amazing comedic talent. He doesn't always just play the handsome, cool guy, although he does sometimes, but he knows how to play a normal person too. He is extremely good at like drama, but like uh, you should watch him in The Nice Guys. If you've ever seen The Nice Guys, he's just so yes. fun to watch. Okay. Um. Uh. So I'm trying to think of other people that are like that good. Paul Dano. Paul Dano is much younger. Um. He was in Prisoners. Jake Gyllenhaal was also in Prisoners. Uh. Paul Dano. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um. I keep uh Viola Davis. She's excellent. She was also in Prisoners. That whole movie <laughs> was fucking awesome, to be honest. Um, so check out Prisoners. Check out Prisoners for sure. Uh, or another Peter, movie to add to my list. Peter Mullen, he was the main character in... Uh, he was the, the main actor in Tyr Tyrannosaur. The second actor in Tyrannosaur is also amazing. I don't know her name. I think it's Olivia something. But she is just like... The two of them in that movie just make it like the fucking... Just a blast. But like uh, both of them... I've seen some of her work individually. And it's always just fucking magnificent. She does. She just. She's the always the lady who's crying, and it's always sad, and it's just amazing how she can pull it off every fucking time. Um, who else is on my list here? I, I can't think of anybody else right off the top of my head. No, like, really, okay. real people that really jump out to me. Um, no, you 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 put a good a good list. Yeah, that, out there. that was a good. That was a good couple of them for sure. Yeah, that's more than I actually thought you were gonna do, honestly. Um, but. Wow, there are, and another movie to watch to the list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could it's go. Always... I could create, I could just spit out movies if you got me going <laughs> on actors long enough for sure. <laughs> Maybe for another podcast. Yeah, but that's um, that's great. Um, I think we're running a little bit of time right now. I don't know how much time we've been actually running on. Oh shit! Yes, uh, it says we got an hour and twenty-two minutes. We can go on and on, can't we? <laughs> I certainly can. <laughs> so, um, so let's kind of like transition towards the end, and then we can, well, we can pick up on another date. So sure, we're gonna do sure. two two segments for the the season three of the show. Um, since we are the convoluted podcast, I wanted to ask you for one of the strangest, weirdest, convoluted thing that you've ever seen done or. Just I don't know, like WTF moment that you uh, that has occurred to, for to you. Oh man, the most, the most. That's a hard one for me to think of. There are a lot of ridiculous things that I've seen and done, unfortunately. Um, <sighs> I'm gonna make sure I write this on my list when I send it out to people. <laughs> um, Your 
I'm trying to think of like one like this wasn't like think of one no, most convoluted thing. I I mean I don't know if it stands up there with the most. Actually, no. You know what? This is the most convoluted, ridiculous, what the fuck am I doing moment. And this is actually a story I've never told. I wanted to tell it with Paul. Paul was there. Uh, Paul was on my gu- was a guest on my podcast a couple weeks ago. We had a lot of fun. But um, Paul and I grew up together, and he was like, you know, one of the teenage boys that I hung out with in our group of teenage boys, right? And he, you know, when you're in a group of teenage boys, there's one phrase that gets them to do anything, no matter how stupid it is. It's come on, man! Don't be such a pussy, bitch. <laughs> so, and I, I highly recommend everyone listen to that episode. It is hilarious. I've actually listened to it twice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you'll learn a lot about you'll learn a lot about rule there. Oh god. Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> so, so come on, man! Don't be such a pussy, bitch. Was peer pressure talk for do this dumbass thing with us, and it got me into a lot of trouble. I once sprained my ankle running down an up escalator. I almost made it, but I had to jump at the at the last second. I landed super hard and sprained my ankle really bad. Uh, I uh, drank a raw egg because, of course, we had to do that one day. But the most stupid what bad. the fuck thing, yeah. But here's here's the here's the convoluted what the fuck thing, right? Okay, go go for it. So here in San Francisco, we got a street called Van S Street. Van S Street is, I think, it's four or may- maybe even six lanes of just ridiculous traffic it's always busy it's never not busy it's crazy traffic it's just bad so we're on one side of the street my friends want to go to the bus stop on the other side of the street the simple answer here is to wait for the light and to cross but they say no fuck that we're going across right now we're going to jaywalk on this busy as fuck street we're just going to dart across with with our with both of our legs something that i had never had and <laughs> he uh, uh i'm like dude fuck that i'm not going to get hit by a goddamn car and from across the you know crazy intersection i'm pretty sure it's four lanes now but it's a lot of traffic anyway so from across the fucking uh uh street I hear, yeah, man, don't be such a pussy bitch. You know, just like, just barely over all the traffic. And I'm like, fuck that. They're not calling me a pussy bitch. So I start kind of like running, jogging, like doing what I can because I can barely fucking move around. I used to walk around with a very pronounced limp. And just like, just get, I get through the, you know, my side of traffic just fine. You know, there's almost nobody, no cars coming this time, right? But then there's the other side, the ones that, like, the next step. And here I am froggering, like, essentially. So I look, <laughs> I look to my right, and I see all these cars coming, and, like, I, I just start going anyway. Like, I shouldn't have gone, but I just start going anyway. And, like, I get for, far enough out, and then I hear a horn, and this right in front of me, this fucking truck goes, and I'm like, holy shit! And like the moment before I had stopped, I was running. And I thought I saw the thing, and I thought I was gonna make it. I looked up, and I saw my friends, and they were both, all of them, had their hands out, like, no, 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 you need to stop right now. So I stopped, and the car just went right past. Me. Then, like an idiot, to exemplify how uh, happy I was that I had made it out of that tight situation, like I was a fucking, like I was Archie, goddamn bunker. I fucking wiped my my. I like did the thing where you like, whew, you know, you wipe your face, you wipe your 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 forehead. 
Yeah. Not remembering that I'm still out on the street. And then a bigger truck goes right behind me. <laughs> bro! Oh and I was God. like, oh my God, holy shit, I got to get out of here. And then I got to the rest of the street. But all of that, I could have died so many times in just that process. All that because my friends called me a pussy bitch. And that's just, nuh uh. I ain't no pussy bitch. You're a pussy bitch. Oh my God. God damn. Yeah, yeah, no. 15 year old me was stupid. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> my God, that is insane. Yeah, it was dumb. Should not have done that. Kids, if you're listening, don't do that. I don't think they can these days, man. We talked about this. They... I guess you're right. Yeah. So didn't Damn you say it. there was also a game? Yeah, so moving on to uh, the next part. Intro <laughs> music here. Alright, now that I input intro music, I hope you guys liked it. I'm still working on it. Cool. So I liked it. <laughs> um, so, we're going to be playing a game. One of the three party games that I have, uh, we have Red Flags, uh, Sleep in a Bucket, and Cult Following. So, we're only going to be playing one of these, so it's going to be Guess's Choice, and we're going to play a modified version of this game. So, okay. what does the guest want to play? So, Sleep in a bucket, cult following, or red flags? And then I'll explain the rules. I want red flags. Red flags. All right. Yes. So, uh, I know that you have a girlfriend, but we're going to mm -hmm. get you another one. So, we're going to set you up on a date. <laughs> okay. We're going to set you up. So, we're going to set you up with two dates. Okay. And you're going to pick from. Uh, you're going to pick from the two of them. They're going to have two positives and one negative, and you're going to have to choose one of these two. Okay. So kind of like, well, what was that one game show where you had a blind date and shit? Fuck. Um, I don't remember uh, either. It was like Love Match or some shit like that. Yeah. God damn it. I yeah. got to figure that one out. I got to come up with we'll, better names. We'll just Google it. We'll, we'll Google it. We'll put it in. It was. Yeah. And then we'll just say it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's going to be the rules. And you're going to have to pick one of them and tell me why one was better than the other. Okay. So I'm going to quickly... Pick some out of random. Let's see here. Two good traits. And then... Um, so there's two people like this, right? Yes, I'm okay. currently picking some of the best and worst of them. All right. So <clears throat> let's, uh, let's set you up on some, some dates here. Cool. Uh, actually, you know what? Actually, that works. Perfect. 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 Because I've actually bought the expansions for this. So there's like additional interesting cards I've added. Oh dear. I got the the not safe for work edition and oh dear. the nerdy and the nerdy edition too. So Alright, I'm gonna set you up uh, with your first date. Her name okay. is uh let's go with Maria. Maria. Alright. All right, I wish I'll put some undertone music somewhere here. Me in the future, <laughs> undertone music here now. All right, Maria, she is a photographer. Okay. Who? That's her side hobby. She is her main job. She is a ski instructor. Oh, so okay. That's, but the, the thing that uh, people don't tell you is that 
she brags to everyone about being a the Grand Wizard in the KKK. Ooh, shit. Okay. Does she just <laughs> brag to them? Is she actually the Grand Wizard, or is she just bragging to them? Is she just like a perpetual, uh, like a, like a? Apparently, she's just bragging about it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Maria, oh. Maria, man. All right, that's interesting. So that's Maria, interesting man. Maria. <laughs> so let's think of another female's name. Uh, April. April? Okay, we'll go with April. Okay, April. Um, let's see here. Come on. Where, where, oops, sorry. Look at my professionalism, guys. <laughs> uh, my card, they're falling. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, it's player's choice on this one. Uh, pick any video game character. Go for it first. Oh. So you can actually choose their name. Does it have to be a female? If you, it's, you're the one going out with them. Oh, okay. I can pick. So I have to pick a video game character to go out with. Yes. Oh fuck. Um. Uh, I can change the card. I'll just have to find it. But I, I think this is the best choice for you at the moment. Uh. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the other choices are then. Um. Shit. Now I can't. Third choice. Now I can't okay, think you know, of anything. You have to pick something else, man. I'm, I'm on the spot. I'm fucking it all up. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, oh, okay, we'll go with that one. And uh, actually, you know what? Since we're gonna, since it's kind of like that, that one show, uh, they get to actually, we'll have three. Uh, <laughs> we'll have three people for you because that's kind of okay. what they did, right? So. Yeah, I think it was three people. So that works even better. We're working on the fly, and luckily you're my <laughs> my first person since you kind of. Hey, you know that I know how to roll with the punches, man. Everything's nice and easy for me. So... Okay, let's do that. Alright, <clears throat> so... Uh, what was her name? April, if I remember right? April, yeah. Yeah, April. April, uh... Every time... She, in real... Every time she punches things, real coins come out. Okay. <laughs> and... She is very... She is extremely submissive in bed. Okay. Now, the thing that people don't tell you about April is... Apparently, she eats her own feces. Okay. <laughs> they they do tell me that she is extremely submissive in bed, which is weird. But then she, they don't tell me that she also eats her own feces. Alright, well, <laughs> you know, what was the other thing? The coins thing was really cool. She's basically Mario. Yeah, no shit, but that's... Like, my question for that is, like, does it take physical mass away from me? Like, if coins pop out, do I have, like, little meat coins missing out of my body? I don't know, don't let her punch you, just let her punch other shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but what if it happens playfully? Well, I guess she... Never mind. Anyway, whatever. Go on, go on. <laughs> She's extremely submissive in bed, so I guess she wouldn't be punching me. Never mind. <laughs> okay, well, we can I'm thinking get, too we can much get into, into it. I'm just trying to get into the character of here. Okay, uh, give me another girl's name. Uh, Roxana. Roxana. Okay, Roxana. Uh, this is what this is what Roxana has. She has all the same hobbies as you. Okay. She owns a real hoverboard, not that shitty stuff people call hoverboards. A real one. Back to the Future shit. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, the thing about uh, Roxana is she's a compulsive liar. Ah. Uh. 
So, these are your lovely ladies of the night. Um, uh, I should have wrote their so, names down. But... remind me of the first one. Yeah. So, she is a, it, she is a ski instructor. Maria, she is a ski instructor. Oh, uh, hobbies as a photographer. But she brags to everyone that she's the grand wizard of the KKK. Okay. We have April, who in real life can make coins appear whenever she punches things right and is extremely submissive in bed but she eats her own feces right yes of course and then roxana all the hobbies you like owns a real hoverboard but a compulsive a liar, compulsive liar. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> no. so you, you want my you, what were you gonna say sorry no 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 i want you to you want my choice right off the bat we're gonna go with maria and i'll tell you why go with maria yeah okay. First off, let's eliminate the two lovely ladies. Um, yeah, let's, uh, give me, give me, give me your thought process. So with April and her whole um, super submissive in bed. See, now people like that idea. I think it gets old. I'm not a fan. You know, I want, I want somebody who's going to interact with me. I don't want to be driving the bus all the time. That's just too much work. Um, so there's that. The man knows what he wants. But then secondly, eats, eats her own feces. That's. No, that's not safe. It's not healthy. I can't be in a relationship with somebody who does that because then I'm going to have to be taking her to the emergency room all the time. That's no. So beyond that, we've got uh, Roxana, right? Roxana, she says she's got all my own hobbies. And she says she's got a hoverboard, but she's also a fucking liar. So no, okay. So as far as this game is concerned, those things are true. Oh, okay. The the positives are true. Oh, true. Now I don't know. Okay, you don't. Okay, okay well, I you know what? No, that. I do know. I do know. I do know. Oh, it's you still, do know. Okay. It's, it's still gonna be Maria, and here's why. Here's why she wins, okay. right? So okay, let's let's hear why Maria. I don't ski at all, um, but I'd give it a shot if Maria was nice enough. She, and, she, she'll take your time with you, man. Yeah, there you go. Right? She's an instructor. She should teach me. It'd be fun. Maybe it would be fun for her. I don't know if she'd want to do that for her job. But regardless, I don't even spend any time in snow or cold climate. So it would be a nice change of pace for me. However, uh, then we've got the... What was her other thing? I forgot already. She's, she, she's a photographer as well. She's a photographer. That's cool. I, I, like, I generally take to artists and photography is no different, right? So that would be interesting. A nice little... I don't know very many photographers, so it would be good to like just kind of meld minds with her about the different aspects of her job. I should get a photographer on my podcast, come to think of it. Uh, and then... The negative thing is that she brags to people that she's the Grand Wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. So, now, like 89, 99% of people, that is the worst thing, right? That's like, whoa, not cool. However, I like to look at this as an opportunity, right? She brags to people about being the Grand Wizard. Doesn't mean that she is the Grand Wizard, right? So, I could also brag to people that I'm Donald Trump, and people would be like, he brags to people he's Donald Trump, and you could hear that and be like, what an asshole. But if I'm just doing it because I think it's fucking funny, that means that I have an incredibly crass sense of humor, which I do. And if she has the same crass sense of humor, I think I might be able to fucks with that. Hey, alright, if that's how your mind works, then Maria yeah, man, is your like, choice. Maria? I don't know about you, but I don't know many grand wizards named Maria. So, obviously, <laughs> in my mind, I've got 
a lady who's very much not somebody who's part of the Ku Klux Klan going around saying she's part of the Ku Klux Klan. That sounds like it's a little bit of a skewed sense of humor that people just don't understand, but I really appreciate it. So uh, I think me and Maria are going to go out on a date. Dun, 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 there you guys go. There it is. Raul has picked Maria. Let's hope go. you have a, a fun date. So yeah, that's it should be hilarious. That's, <laughs> so that's kind of it for the, the little game portion of the show. Um, we're going to be ending it here. I want to thank you, Raul, for... Um, taking the time to hang out and chatting and, you know, just uh, picking your brain. Absolutely, man. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Nah, it's, always, it's always a pleasure to get a chat to chat with you, and maybe we should play some video games later. Um, <laughs> I'd be down. I have, you know what, you want to know a little secret here? I have shoot. not slept in about 24 hours. I woke up Dude. super late yesterday, and then I had to do something this morning. And well, I went to the gym, which was cool, but I didn't feel good all day yesterday. I feel great today for some reason. But uh, I went to the gym. I came home. I waited around. I had something to do in the morning, like an early morning appointment with me and my mom. Uh, we went to go do that. Then I had to go to another appointment later on in the day. And then I had this. And I tried to lay down in between there and get some rest. It did not happen. So I've been mm. up this entire time. And you know what? I feel like I've actually been pretty good here so it's i guess it's not too bad for me <laughs> that's good man i'm glad to hear that because i know you you've been handling a couple things and um yeah that's I'm the, just there's no time for sleep so, anymore there's just no so, time for sleep anymore i gotta just keep going till my fucking heart <laughs> stops hey man don't worry the day the, the day you perish we'll have a commemorative episode just in your honor not just an episode you got to make it like a yearly thing you got to get a petition going now uh, what was not... the date you chose i remember you talked about this what was the every date? day we'll all day it's my not birthday your but birthday. It's, it's it's uh it's forever everybody has to be sad forever <laughs> we'll do that every time it's your birthday we'll have a special episode for you there you go so <laughs> like Actually, eventually you're just gonna run out of things to talk about because i'd be dead for way longer than you even knew me you're like yeah i guess he was a cool guy i don't really remember I'll I'll try to get a hold of people that you knew. Like, what you, can you tell me about Rogan? Well, let's hopefully let's uh, hope it doesn't happen. I think. Do you know something I don't? Because you're talking about it like you're already planning. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not the real Jesus, as far as you know. Um, Sorry, man. But let's get. <laughs> but uh, you know, chill your stuff. Uh, let people know uh, again where to find you, what you, uh, and uh, all your all your stuff, man. Right, right, right. So, if you like what you heard here and you want to listen to more, I'm available on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher. You can search Wholesome Hoodlum Podcast. It'll come right up. I'm also available at the website at wholesomehoodlum.podbean.com. That's where everything gets posted initially, so it's there immediately. Um, also, if you are into social media, and I'm assuming some people are, uh, there's Facebook at facebook.com slash wholesome hoodlum podcast. There's Instagram at wholesome hoodlum and Twitter at hood wholesome. And if you are lucky and you want to check out my very rare once in a blue moon special unicorn fucking streaming uh, streams, then you should check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash wholesome hoodlum. Uh, that's it. That's all of my plugs. All right, man. There you go. So, everyone, thanks again for listening, and uh, go check them out. Uh, so, catch us bi-weekly. We're going to be doing these new um, talks with different people, and look forward to that, and uh, cool. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so, bye, everyone. Bye. See ya.